0: Hey, welcome to Housewarming, a podcast about climate policy and solutions in Chicago, Illinois, and beyond. I'm Annie. This episode is sponsored by Malia Designs. Malia Designs is a fair trade handbag and accessories brand that combines lively design, recycled materials, and affordable price points into a beautiful product line. Before we get started, I want to share that Abby is taking a break from producing and hosting the podcast for a few months. While she won't be appearing in this episode, Abby did take the lead on doing this interview, and I'm really grateful for her help on everything we've done so far. So I'll be flying solo in this episode, and then my friend Sarah Burry will join me as a guest co-host for our next episode and continue in that role for the next few months. Today, we're talking to Jen Walling and Carrie Shepard, who work with the Illinois Environmental Council about their work on a just transition to renewable energy in Illinois, what they expect from Governor Pritzker's administration, and the things we can keep an eye on in the Illinois legislature in the coming months.
1: I'm Jen Walling, the executive director of the Illinois Environmental Council. Uh, IEC is an organization that was formed in 1975. And we were formed by other environmental organizations in Illinois, like the Sierra Club, the Isaac Walton League, Audubon Society. They got together and they realized that the environment kept losing in Springfield. And so they formed the Illinois Environmental Council and we exist to represent and lobby and write policy on behalf of over 80 different environmental organizations in Illinois. We have. a few major issue areas. Um, one of them is conservation and open space. One of them is food production, sustainable agriculture. One of them is Great Lakes and drinking water. And the final one that we wanna talk a little bit more tonight is about clean energy and climate change.
2: My name is Carrie Shepherd and I work for the Illinois Environmental Council as the policy director. Most of my time is spent working with the Clean Jobs Coalition Which is a coalition of environmental nonprofits and uh, clean energy businesses in the state of Illinois in our process to work together to design and advocate for the best clean energy legislation that we can get for our state.
0: One of the bills that the Illinois Environmental Council has been working on is House Bill 3624 and Senate Bill 2132, known as the Clean Energy Jobs Act. It's an incredibly comprehensive piece of legislation aimed at getting Illinois to 100% renewable energy by 2050, among other things. You might have heard about it in the news recently. It's gotten a lot of attention since it was proposed this past February, and in recent weeks there's been an uptick in activism to get it passed in Springfield. Carrie gave us an overview of what's in the bill.
2: So uh, the Clean Energy Jobs Act is a very comprehensive piece of environmental legislation that is designed to accomplish uh, a number of really important goals. Uh, One of which is to put Illinois on a path to get 100% of our electricity from renewable resources by 2050. Uh, Along the way, we also want to achieve a carbon-free power sector by the year 2030. Uh, This is an important part of making a rapid transition towards the clean energy goals that we want to accomplish in order to meet our climate change mitigation priorities. Additionally, you know there are a number of ways in which a state or a country could decide to meet their 100% renewable goal, whether it's through um, you know, utility scale, larger developments or smaller developments. And uh, Illinois, through CEJA, would be doing this in a very uh, equitable manner that promotes jobs and economic opportunity for communities across the state of Illinois. So this includes job training programs, uh, this includes benefits for small businesses that are trying to get started in the renewable energy industry, um, and a a number of other great programs. Additionally, there is an element to it in the transportation sector. CJA is designed to reduce the equivalent of about 1 million Uh, cars uh, from the road in terms of our reduction in gas and diesel usage across Illinois. We've been doing this through a number of programs, including things such as building more uh, electric vehicle charging infrastructure in our state. And importantly, all of this is done in a way that's designed to be cost effective for consumers. You know, We wanna see people uh, both have uh, cleaner air as well as have an economic benefit for these programs. And as clean energy gets more and more cost competitive, that becomes easier and easier to do. 100%
0: 100% renewable energy is a huge, important undertaking. Only a select few other states have been able to pass something like this. So what makes this bill different? When
2: I'm thinking about meeting our climate change goals and getting to 100% renewable energy by 2050, there are a number of important considerations that I have. One of which is that for the Clean Energy Jobs Act, our goal with the decarbonized power sector by 2030 would mean that Illinois is taking all of our coal and gas plants and replacing that as rapidly as we can with renewable energy. And as our nuclear plants come offline on schedule, they too would be replaced with renewable energy. And the benefit to this timeline of decarbonization by 2030 is while there's still significant environmental work to do to transition to a completely renewable energy sector, only about 11 years from now, if we pass this thing, we will get to a point where our power sector is not releasing greenhouse gases directly. And that would be a huge step in the right direction for meeting our climate change goals. But it is possible that as renewable energy becomes more and more affordable and uh, the technology gets better, we'll get to a point where we are exceeding the, the goal of uh, the annual percentage increases that we that we lay out in this in this legislation, which is I hope what happens. But you know the good news is that if we pass this, even if we don't go faster than our expectations, we would be going at a rate that is meeting our commitments in the electric sector. There are of course other emission sources in the transportation industry, et cetera, but the electric sector is a huge portion of it. And if we put this first, we'll be on a good track to make the other steps we have to make in order to properly reduce greenhouse gas emissions. We've been making a lot of progress on our efforts to garner support for the Clean Energy Jobs Act. And that's no surprise because the way that we designed this bill in the first place was, we went to communities across the state of Illinois in a process called the Listen Lead Share Program. And we asked people from across Illinois what is important to you in energy policy? What is important to you in climate policy? And what do you think it is that we should be prioritizing when we're designing clean energy legislation together? Um, And I think that process was really helpful for us to learn what it is the public truly cared about and not just be speculating about, um, oh, the public must care about X or the public must care about Y. But if if you actually ask them and get an answer on that, it helped us to design a piece of legislation That the community would rally around, and since then, you know, we have actually drafted this bill. Uh, We recently passed the point where we have uh, more than half of uh, state senators as co-sponsors for the bill, which is huge. Really puts us on the right track to, you know, to hopefully pass CJA in the near future. And I would say to, you know, keep an eye out for it in the news and keep contacting your elected officials because this is something that that could happen soon with enough support. And we hope we get there.
0: Abby and I were both happy to see that CJA was written with equity and economic justice in mind. The Illinois Environmental Council is a founding member of the Illinois Clean Jobs Coalition. Carrie and Jen both work closely with the coalition, which can be credited with pushing for this focus in the bill. We asked a bit more about the coalition's work and why this focus on economic justice is important in a bill like CJA. The
1: Clean Jobs Coalition is a coalition of environmental groups, like you might expect, but also businesses, health groups, environmental justice groups, social justice groups, labor, all of these different um, organizations that have come together to support clean energy and clean energy jobs.
2: The Clean Energy Jobs Act has a number of programs that are designed for the benefit of environmental justice communities, um, and not just designed for, by the way, but designed by members of environmental justice communities. For example, the uh, Clean Jobs Workforce Hubs, which teach people how to start careers in uh, working as clean energy technicians, whether that's installing solar panels or uh, energy efficiency jobs or other positions in, those li- in that line of work, or also if you're interested in starting a small business in the clean energy industry, there are resources to do that. And these programs are specifically designed to serve a number of communities, including prominently members of environmental justice communities because equity is a very important part of this. And while we want to move to a transition of uh, 100% renewable energy, we want to do it in a way that is uh, for the benefit of people across Illinois.
0: We've noticed that since Governor Pritzker was elected last year, a lot of Illinois residents have kind of checked out of following along with state politics, assuming that we're in good hands with a more progressive administration and a Democratic supermajority in the legislature. Carrie and Jen had some important advice for environmentalists in Illinois, though. I
1: would say just no way are we just going to pass this really easily. I know that uh, the governor Pritzker got a lot of his agenda done during the spring session, but I think it's telling in that clean energy didn't end up on that agenda. I mean, it is a very complex issue, so it does take a while to bring all the parties together that need to talk about it, but we really need quick action on climate change. And the governor during his campaign repeatedly committed to 100% clean energy by 2050. And we were excited about that commitment when his opponent didn't do that. But within the Illinois legislature, despite the huge supermajority of Democrats, we only barely have a majority that believe in climate change, not believe in climate change, but believe action needs to be taken on climate change. And we had a bill that we passed this session and it repealed the 1998 Kyoto Protocol Act, which uh, was a response to the Kyoto Protocol signing that was going on globally. And it was a bill that said that Illinois could not take action on carbon, uh, on anything with climate change until the federal government did. This year, we repealed that act, is outdated, didn't need it anymore, and also we should act on, on carbon. And that bill... I think it had 66 votes in the House and maybe 37 in the Senate. So it's just barely a majority. But when you add on opposition, for example, from labor organizations or from industry organizations or concerns about raising rates, you end up with a lot more opposition that that bill didn't have. So we don't have the majority that we need yet, I think, to pass something completely climate change on its own but we need to work to get there. Actually, also today, we released our 2019 environmental scorecard and folks can go to ilenviro.org scorecard and they can look at how their lawmaker voted. You know, that's really a way to check how our general assembly is doing. And we had 50 lawmakers with 100% this year. And so we really need majorities of each chamber getting 100%. We don't, we don't have the votes we need in terms of a super majority on climate
2: it's important to remember that the details of legislation matters a lot. Um, and even if we do have a good amount of support for one goal, that doesn't mean that we're gonna do it in the most environmentally friendly or the most equitable way possible. And the Clean Energy Jobs Act really is you know, swinging for the fences where we're trying to do all the things that matter um, and it's important that those details are, are part of the final package.
0: Thanks for listening to Housewarming. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends. We'll release three podcasts a month two short episodes that you can listen to on your coffee break, and one longer, 25 minute episode like this one that you can listen to on your commute. Send us suggestions for topics to housewarmingpod at gmail.com or reach out to us on Twitter at housewarmingpod. Housewarming Podcast was produced and created by me, Annie Metz, and my good friend Abby Wilson. We'd like to thank our sound editor Alana Marty Epstein, our research assistant Molly Skruda, and our graphic designer Reagan Carey. This episode is sponsored by Malia Designs, a fair trade handbag and accessories brand working to fight human trafficking. Learn more at maliadesigns.com. You can follow the pod on Twitter and Instagram at Housewarming Pod, and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Hey and Jeanette. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us in Apple Podcasts or subscribe on Google, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts to hear the latest episodes when they're released. If you like the work we're doing, you can also become a supporter on Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com housewarmingpod. Thanks for listening.